Welcome to Stage Door Sessions by Broadway Direct. In this podcast, we have in-depth conversations with Broadway's brightest, bringing you what's new, what's noteworthy, and what's coming next to a stage near you. I'm your host, Elisa Gardner, and I'm here today with Lily Cooper and Sarah Stiles, currently starring in Tootsie on Broadway, now playing at the Marquee Theater. Based on the Columbia Pictures film starring Dustin Hoffman, Tootsie tells the story of a talented but difficult-to-work-with actor who will do anything to land the role of a lifetime, including adopting a new persona as Dorothy Michaels. Lily plays Julie, Dorothy's co-star in A Show Within a Show, and Sarah plays Sandy, Michaels' long-suffering ex-girlfriend. Thank you so much for being here, Lily and Sarah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, you may have seen recently Lily as Sandy Cheeks, the underwater squirrel in the musical SpongeBob SquarePants. Prior to that, she appeared in the original Broadway cast of Spring Awakening and also played Elphaba in Wicked. Uh, her other credits include Women's Project Theater and Ars Nova's acclaimed Sundown Yellow Moon and Tick, Tick, Boom at the Acorn Theater. Sarah was last seen on Broadway as Jessica in Hand to God. Her other Broadway roles include Muriel Benson, Muriel Bunsen, I'm sorry, in On a Clear Day. I don't even know how to say that last <laughs> <laughs> In On a Clear Day, You Can See Forever, several parts in the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, and Kate Monster and Lucy the Slut. Can I say that? I think I can say that. <laughs> That's her name. That's her name. And Avenue Q. Uh, Sarah's various off-Broadway roles include Little Red Riding Hood in a Shakespeare in the Park production of Into the Woods. And she's been seen on TV in Billions and Get Shorty. Um, once again, thanks for being here. Uh, this is such a well-loved movie, Tootsie. I, I watched it again recently, and it really, really holds up. It's so charming um, and very topical in a lot of ways. Um, I've heard actors, though, who are working on adaptations of, of films like this and other properties say they sometimes try to ignore the original a bit or at least reference it in a limited way to ensure that the show they're working on is really its own thing. So tell me a bit about what your approaches have been like. When's the last time you saw the movie, really? I saw it before I auditioned, mm. so probably about a year ago yeah, uh, or so, and I haven't watched it again since, um, and I don't necessarily think I'm actively trying to avoid it, but I think that our show is is different enough that that it, it doesn't necessarily um, do us justice to sort of to- Yeah, try to, to, try to mimic or yeah, copy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and most specifically because it takes place today, our story. And the world is a very different place from 1982. Yeah. Yeah. And those roles were – the actors in that movie were – they were so iconic. These characters are just incredible. And no one's going to do Bill Murray. No one's going to do Terry Gar. you know. Yeah. So um, we can't we can't compare, compare and contrast. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you both play women in this musical who based – on the film version, uh, certainly encounter sexism um, in the form of, of disrespect, of being objectified, not only by Ron, the director of the soap opera, but to some extent by Michael, who's who's the hero. Um, this is, as you mentioned, very, very timely stuff right now. In fact, I, I heard Santino Fontana um, who plays Michael say on a recent panel that he's been in touch with Rebecca Traister, mm -hmm. a well-known writer on, on women's issues. Um, have you thought a lot about the relevance of this musical in this particular moment in the wake of the Me Too movement? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the script is so brilliantly updated by, by Robert Horn. And I think uh, our characters specifically have shifted 
or mine specifically, Mm -hmm. Julie Nichols, has shifted quite drastically from the movie um, in the sense that she is an independent woman and she's not dependent on the men in her life and she's not actually in a relationship with Ron, the director. Um, And she, you know, develops this relationship with Dorothy Michaels slash uh, Michael Dorsey and they learn and grow from each other. And I think that it's a really important shift that we've made from the film uh, to sort of set it in today's climate. Yeah, we got to play to this audience. I mean, that's what's they wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't receive it the same way. Yeah, and there are so many moments in the show where we get not only uproarious laughter but applause mm. at the really powerful sort of statements. I think that the show makes. Yeah, without being too on the nose. Yeah, I feel yeah. like he's done. Robert Horn is so, so brilliant, and he's done such a great job of, um, you know preaching this message without being preachy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the songs and the lyrics by David Yazbek, who's done such great work. I imagine yeah. they work with the with the libretto as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And David and Robert have just worked so well hand yeah. in hand. Yeah, thing one and thing two. <laughs> Truly. I don't know. They switch which one's the one and the I, two. Exactly. I know. <laughs> Depending on the day. Do they call themselves that? Or? No, we call them that. <laughs> yeah. They're hilarious guys. Uh-huh. They're really – and they're, they're always together and yeah. just, um, yeah, riffing. <laughs> How about your character, Sarah? She was played by Terry Garr yeah. in the film, and and I read the you know, synopses of the film describing her as using words like neurotic or a doormat. I, mm-hmm. Has she evolved, or or do you make a journey in, um, in the show? You know, I never. I don't usually think about my characters in those sort of you know kind of more negative like um, adjectives. So I I feel like. Yeah, she's neurotic. She's lovable. She's stressed. She easily uh, goes to the drama. But it's because she wants to be an actor and she wears her emotions on her sleeve and her face and her feet and her toes and <laughs> out, out in the world. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't I think uh, we've, we've made some changes in uh, her trajectory and her arc, and uh, there's some surprises that I don't want to reveal, but um, she gets a she. Uh, you'll see her get more of a happy ending, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool! Than the movie, yeah. Um, Lily, you playing a role in this uh, in this show that was originated by Jessica Lang, a, yeah. a great great actress who happens to be blonde, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are the daughter of a of a great actor and singer who has, I think, done a lot to really promote multiracial casting on the musical stage and to help open people's minds about that with all the great work that he's done. Have you discussed that with him generally or in developing this role? Um, yeah. I mean, I think I've discussed it with both of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I grew up in, in New York and I was surrounded by, you know, different cultures and different colors and sizes and shapes. And, um, my mom is white and my dad is black and, and my racial identity has been something that I've been, you know, discovering and still figuring out to this day. And, um, playing roles that were originally played by people who look very different than I do is something that my dad has also done. And we have, uh, we've navigated that world together. And, and I think what's, what I'm really proud of in, in my career is that I haven't actually tended to play roles that are specifically, um, described by their race. And, 
what I think is so powerful to to cast somebody who looks different than the woman who originally played it 30 years ago is that it is so special as a person of color in the audience to be able to see that on stage. And I knew that growing up. You know, I looked up to women like Audra McDonald and, you know, the list goes on, but it, it's so it's so powerful to be able to see that on stage and 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 that I think is what is feels so important and I definitely witnessed that watching my dad perform in shows since I was a kid. Yeah, has he has he seen the show? Uh he did see it in Chicago. He hasn't seen it on Broadway yet. Right, right. What did you what did you learn in Chicago? What was that experience like? Uh, the the out of town experience. Oh my God, we were so lucky to have an out of town. Yeah, and we really. Chicago's were. a great city, and it's a very smart city. So they're like, you know, the theater crowd. Yeah. gave us a lot of information while we were there. But man, do you remember just like before we got the audience, we're like, we were so scared. This- is this, I, is this funny? I don't, yeah. We don't know. Because and we thought it was funny. Yeah. You're funny. Like, you're, uh, I think you're great. Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting in, the, you know, we're like in the rehearsal studio for two months and we, yeah. we're listening to the same jokes over and over again. And they're hilarious to us, but we don't know how the audience is going to react. And we only hope and pray and, and you know, just wish that they like it half as much as we as do. As we do, yeah. And, you know, first preview came along, our first paying audience and- they just could not get enough yeah. of it. Yeah. And then then the work begins because yeah, yeah, then you yeah. really figure out what, what you need. And what yeah, doesn't. what you need to shift, what you need to trim. And we're still, I mean, we're so tired right now. We're still doing mm-hmm. all of that. It's yeah. bit, it's um it's a lot, but it's wonderful. And we're in such good hands. And every cut and tweak they make feels really right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get any particular feedback that was meaningful for you from audience members or, you know, people who could relate to the characters that you were yeah. playing? Like in the moment or like uh, at backstage or I should say, you know, at the stage door in the moment I'm from the audience. Going back to what we were talking about before, I, I have a lot of young um, men and women of color coming up to me and, and saying how how really wonderful it is to see somebody who looks like them on stage. And, and that just gets to me on such a deep level. It, it feels very important yeah. and very powerful. And I have um, a ton of young girls coming up to me saying that they are Sandy. (laughs) And I say, okay, you have some work to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just, you know, like get the meditation going, find your peace. No, but I actually, listen, I'm a Sandy at heart too. Mm. So I, I get that too. So it's nice. They feel very they also feel valid. They feel like they yeah. see themselves and are like, oh, well, she can. Okay. Yeah. We can do Maybe it. Can we can do this. Yeah. 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 How it's young? Cool. Pretty, yeah. Well, uh, you know, hi, I guess I would say teenagers. high school, teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And some preteens too, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. We get a lot. Of, it's a wide range of people. I think it that's is. been the most surprising is that there's a, uh, the audience's people love it from yeah, Ten. there are. I mean, there's some cursing, so I don't know right. that we recommend it for much younger than that. I think there's but. a parental advisory for under ten. Is what is I it under ten? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, our audience r- runs the gamut. It yeah. ranges from preteens to you know a wide age range of people. Yeah. And you know, I think there are diehard movie fans, and then there are just like young musical theater fans who come and see it, and they all. Love it. Which yeah. Is really and great. everyone wants to laugh. And yeah. it's, you know, that's, we give them a lot of opportunity I for dare that. anybody to come to the show and not laugh. Yes, yeah, seriously. You hear, you heard it first. We dare yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, speaking of laughter, uh, Sarah, you've been in a couple of musical comedies and a, a comedic play that transferred to Broadway after finding success off Broadway, mm -hmm. um, as well as the revival of On a Clear Day that I mentioned. Now you're rehearsing a role in a major new Broadway musical mm -hmm. based on a beloved film. Um, how has that experience been so far in comparison or, or contrast? Um, it's been a second since I did. Hantaga was the last theater thing that I did. Yeah. So that was a little while ago. I've been working a lot on TV, which has been cool, but like a very different medium. And I think, um, it's been so, it just reminds me being back on stage reminds me so much how much this is just, I mean, I hate to say it, but it is my favorite. It is just, mm. it's so satisfying, um, having the audience there. And I realized that, you know, I, I know that I'm funny, but I'm so much funnier when there's an audience there and they tell me what to do. Um, and so that's been, it's been really fun to like, it feels like coming home doing this show. Yeah, you have a great cast as well. Oh my God, are you kidding? Um, and it's stupid. We really love each other. Yeah. I mean, it really is like genuinely, there's like, there's a love and a respect yeah. backstage and, and everyone is, I always say this, but it's uh, everyone's so uh, confident in who they are and what they do and what they bring to the table that it, it makes it um, easy. Yeah, you know? because I think it's so easy. perfectly cast. Everybody yeah. does what they are so good at <laughs> yeah. in this show specifically. And like, yeah, we do love each other yeah. so much. And it's it, I, I say this a lot in interviews. Like, we have a cast text chain <laughs> and we text each other oh, like yeah. all, all the, time. the time. And we see this each is other everybody every too. Day. It's all it's the principles, like the it's the ensemble. ensemble. Like yeah. We have some like dressers in it. Like yeah. it's everyone. And we text each other all the time and we literally see each other every day. And everyone's hilarious yeah, yeah, yeah. on text yeah. too. <laughs> So I mean, like in the middle of the night, you can oh, start. Yeah. Well, what, sometimes you wake up and there's like, 60 messages. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd love for you both to talk a little bit about the, the risks and rewards posed by, posed by comedy, both uh, generally and with musical comedy in particular, because you already have, even at your young ages, uh, quite a bit of experience with it. Um, we all know that there's nothing harder than making people laugh. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the work that goes into, you know, having and providing so much fun for audiences. Yeah. Well, I think something that's unique to this experience and is so special about this experience is that our creative team is so open and willing to try new things. And Robert Horn, our, our book writer, will throw new jokes at us practically every day. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just have to try them out and see if they work. And and sometimes they don't. And it, it's so important to have an audience because that's when we learn whether or not they work. And it's really fun and exciting and scary and horrifying <laughs> to have, you know, new pages every day and try new things in front of, front of a live audience every night. But it's really exciting to be able to to try different yeah. things all the time. And they've been really collaborative too. Mm -hmm. Like they're very open. They want to hear what we think and what we like. And yeah. Robert Horn texts me all, all the, time. the time with jokes and he'll <laughs> send me like 10 of them and he'll be like, which ones are your favorite? All right, try that one tonight. Yeah. I mean, it's really, um, that's special. That's very unique. And I think that goes back to, they really trust us yeah. with the material too. And you don't always get that. No. Yeah. No. And also I feel like Santino, like in the out of town, 
he's so collaborative and they trust him so much and he had such an understanding. He'd been working on it for so long, so many readings, so many workshops that, um, you know, he sort of started that Mm -hmm. and gave us freedom to also have opinions and, and, uh, you know, work together. Yeah. It feels like a very safe room. Yeah. He really cares what you think. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, he's such a hard worker. And so it's such a dream to, um, to work with and also to, to lead this group because yeah. he really is our leader. Mm-hmm. You're also working with a director, uh, oh my Scott God, Ellis, who's Scott done Ellis. so much, even this season, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the same time. Uh, yeah. Literally at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, how are you directing two Broadway shows? How are you awake? How are you alive? His two kids. Does he drink like, a lot of coffee in rehearsal? Does, I've never seen him drink coffee. That's actually crazy. I've no. never seen him. Santino, on the other hand. Santino drinks more coffee than any Anyone human in the world. He'll bring in four venti iced coffees. Honest to God, on a it's daily the crisp. Also, I was in his dressing room the other day and <laughs> Lauren came in with his dresser came in with I think eight bottles of water, like water bottles. And she's like, yeah. I filled them all up. And I'm like, do you go through that those? Much? Like you're not even off stage enough to, to go through to those waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it a lot. We're, he's ha- he's well hydrated. I guess he, he has is. to be because he, he drinks be. so much coffee. He, right, he dehydrates exactly. and then hydrates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this show is also about show business. Yeah. Um, so do you can you bring your your own experiences to it to the challenges that these characters have to deal with. Oh my God, yeah. 100%. I mean, we have audition scene, uh, you know, rehearsal scene, literally set in the same studio that we rehearsed in. Yeah. Yeah. It feels so close to home, a little too like close to home sometimes. (laughs) It's very meta. And what I think is so great about having a show within a show and and it being this love letter to acting and and to actors is that we can really poke fun at ourselves because we really identify sort of the ridiculous this lifestyle that we lead. Yeah. And we get to show that to the audience and show our sort of like backstage existences, which they don't really get to see that often. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun. It was cool. The other night we had a bunch – on Monday night there were a lot of different shows that got to come and see our show, so mm-hmm. different casts. Yeah. And it was really cool to hear them respond to the very – there are some very Inside insider jokes. <laughs> jokes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just loved, loved them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. It's a busy time right now. This is the <gasps> April rush. Isn't it such a good season? It's a great season. Yeah. It's a great season. Do you uh, do you get to see anything? Have you gotten to see anything? We got to see Ain't Too Proud yep. a few weeks ago, which I, was so phenomenal. Yeah, it's so Those great. Those performances were. Oh my God, they're I mean, working their booties off they really and they're are. so good. Yeah. I don't understand. Which was the one? Oh, what's his name? That has no knees. Oh, Ephraim Sykes. Yeah, I said, I said afterwards, I said, does Ephraim have knees? Yeah. he's just. Or just giant <laughs> like, bruises in the place exactly. of knees. That's yeah. what mine would be. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> That's amazing. all we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, it's been hard because we've been in previews and tech rehearsals, which are, you know, 12 hour long days. But. I saw Oklahoma at St. Anne's and oh, loved it. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I'm well, we saw Be More Show. We saw mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, it was so mm-hmm. great. Those guys are working so hard, too, and loving it. Yeah, I don't. I I can't wait to see everything. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, and the plays too. There's yeah, so much Ferryman. good stuff. Oh god, that was amazing. Too. Oh yeah, Ferryman. Yeah, yeah. Did you see so with Brian? Great stuff. You see I saw it with Brian. I saw the, with the original and with Brian. Oh, you did. I yeah, gotta go back. It was so cool. I gotta go back. Is there a particular pressure or excitement um, 
opening at this time, kind of so close to when all the awards nominations are going to be announced. You know what I don't love? That we open, that all that happens during tax season. <laughs> so true. <laughs> to I me, just I'm more extension. stressed about that Straight up. than anything else. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's no. Like it's not fair. Listen, it's so, I think the thing about the Broadway and the theater community Everybody is so supportive of each yes, other. They yes, really yes, are. Yes. I mean, listen, okay, yeah, we I guess there's competition, but we just want we want Broadway to thrive. We want everybody to be we awesome. Want we want our friends work. to work. Exactly. Yes. So it's it's good. There's a yeah. lot of I think it's great that it's that it's such a and heavy, it's an exciting great time. anticipation, you know? It's yeah. something that sort of fuels us, I think. And, and it, it, you know, award season will always be sort of in the back of our mind, I yeah. guess. But what our main goal is to just make a good product. Yeah, and, and have people come see it. people come see it. So if that means if, award, you know, if we pick up some awards so that more people come see it. Fabulous. Great, you know. Great perk. When you're in the middle of, of a process like this, putting together a musical, putting on a musical, so all-consuming, do you... Think about what's next. Um, are you entirely focused on the project itself? Well, we have decorated our dressing rooms to the nines, so <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, we're planning we're on being for here minute. for a while. They can't <laughs> kick us out. We've yeah. made apartments exactly. on 45th. We've made like midtown apartments basically <laughs> we can live in. I don't know. We're so in the thick of it. I don't yeah. think anybody's thinking about that yet. I think it's sort of inherent as actors to to think like what will be my next sort of like mm-hmm. journey in my career. Yeah. But it's not like any of us are like auditioning or anything. You know, we're really focusing on the, the job that we have now and, and making it the best it can possibly be. I think we'd, we'd all be really happy to stay here for a while. Yeah. I don't know really that we want to break up this family. Yeah, I'm soon. Exactly. Well, it's been it's been great chatting with you, and um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing the show. Now, is there anything specific, without giving too much away, that you can share about a favorite moment, a favorite number, and one of those inside backstage jokes, maybe that we're missing? <laughs> well, for me, you can think about uh, the you you will lose Sandy for about 45 minutes, and I'll be upstairs playing cards with um, Andy <laughs> yeah. Lucian and Michael McGraw. <laughs> I'm jealous of that. <laughs> I'm very jealous. Eating of that. jelly beans and playing cards. So yeah. I, I hope you don't think about that because <laughs> you're entertained by the show. But maybe at intermission you'll be like, oh yeah, that's what she was doing. That's mine. What's yours, yeah, Lily? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I I don't I don't enter the show for well, quite the, yeah, a few minutes. And the- so I have the I sort of have the opposite. Like at the yeah. beginning of the show, I get to sort of wander around and like watch the show from the wing and hang out with John Bellman, who also doesn't doesn't uh, start for a few minutes in the show. And so we have our own journeys backstage. There, there's which can a be lot really of backstage funny. camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. Life yeah. happening. Life. Life. <laughs> Always the art and life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, thank you both. It's been delightful talking with you, and I cannot wait to see the show now. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having us. For all things Broadway and to find tickets to your next show, visit broadwaydirect.com. This podcast is produced by Broadway Direct and the Nederlander Organization with Iris Chan, Glenn Halcom, Erin Provosnick-Wagner, and hosted and produced by me, Elisa Gardner. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon on Broadway. <laughs>